We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. And honestly, right now is still a great time to book a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney Cruise Line or any other type of vacation because you're going to need it. She does all the work. She has saved us tons of money on numerous vacations. We love working with Michelle. You will too. Her email is in the show notes. So let her know that you're ready for a vacation. Now on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug, before we even get to today's kind of trip report show, because yes, Walt Disney World is open, celebrate again. Yeah. Uh, we did a contest last week, Doug. We did, and we have winners to announce. We do have winners. So if you didn't know, we were giving away some Disney masks for some little ones, because what was it, Disney small? is Size small is preschool size. There you go. So yeah. we had a kind of a guy and a girl's packet, and so we have two winners. So Amber Satter White, Satter White, I apologize. I'm pulling a Doug right now. You are. Yes, so Amber, you win one, and then Ryan Alexander, you win the other. Uh, congratulations, guys. Ryan's supposed to be on my cruise if it happens in November. Ooh. So uh, if it does, Ryan, I hope to see those masks in use. But thank you to everyone who commented, entered, liked, and shared our social media posts. That means a lot to us. And congratulations to our two winners. We will reach out to you guys or reach out to us for your addresses because Doug sometimes forgets as we got a message from one of our winners like six months ago who's like, yeah, hey, I never... Yeah, for a button. Yeah, for a button. No, she didn't listen to the show for a while and then she heard that she won the button. She was behind on listening. So she was supposed to... So Amber and us. Ryan need to listen to this episode to remind yes, us to send do. them their stuff. There you go. Uh-huh. That's... it's uh Yeah, and Amber was the first name drawn so she gets first pick Ooh. so whether she wants princess or star wars oh good point i thought they're okay i i, yeah. I like it i my mistake but yes mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. all right guys uh no new patreons this week and we're not going to do an apple podcast review because doug is in the grand canyon right now well i'm in moab i we're done with the grand canyon we're done with bryce canyon we're done with zion now we're on to arches and canyon land So Doug's doing all this hiking, and that's what we're going to talk about on the Patreon show. Uh, So if you want to hear that, you're going to have to go into the show notes and subscribe. Doug, I'm just glad you're alive right now. Some of the hiking's been close, touch and go at times. It has. Touch and go. It has. Well, good. And so, yeah, you'll have to listen to that. So Apple Pot, he can't because he's using his phone, so he can't read the review off his phone. And I guess I could have said it up. Your job is to do the reviews. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to take that away from you, Doug. I have very few jobs, and I, yeah, you can't take that away. There we go. Very few. All right. Uh, let's get to the show because enough of the stuff. I want to get to the parks. Uh, Walt Disney World is back open. Everyone cheer and celebrate. It is a little different right now. Uh, last week we heard about cast member previews. This week we actually have a guest on the show who's been to Walt Disney World uh, during the pandemic. You may have heard him on episode 123. It is Ryan from the Disney Pins blog. Welcome back to Rope Drop Radio. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Well, thank thanks for, for coming back. back. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, so let's let's jump into it. How was it walking through the gates of a park again for the first time in months? 
Oh, it's it's been great. I uh, last week I went to the annual passholder preview day, and then um, I was lucky enough to have a friend here staying for a week, and uh, she was able to get me into Magic Kingdom opening day, and then I went to Animal Kingdom as well, and then today Epcot. So um, definitely different at the parks, but still great to be back, feeling the magic again. Uh, just a different experience, you know, wearing the mask in the park. The social distancing, the extremely low crowds. It's it's crazy. So but, there um, is some magic with the low crowds. Yeah, yeah. Like like tonight, for instance, I uh just walked right on Soren, no no wait there. And uh, the other day at Animal Kingdom, it was a five, ten minute wait for flight of passage, which is unheard of. So uh that was that was pretty great. I, I didn't understand what he just said. It it didn't make sense. Five hour wait because like i've seen i've seen five hour wait before five hour did the app even to... go like i didn't even think the numbers on the sign go to five minutes at flight of passage yeah i walked right under it and it, it had a five five on the uh digital banner there so i was like what the heck i took a picture of it and it was it was crazy it wasn't flashing air really big like air, <laughs> no. air, air, air. yeah but yeah pretty much everything's been been a walk on there's a if anything any attraction uh, some of the more popular ones have a minimal wait, like Splash Mountain. I think I waited maybe 20 minutes for right now uh, because everyone's rushing towards that. But um, other than that, it's it's been very quiet. Some of the shops are closed and some of the restaurants are closed. But for the most part, the main attractions and main gift shops are all open. Well, let's talk about one of the parks in particular right now because we did talk a lot about Magic Kingdom last week. So let's talk about Epcot and what you yeah. can expect uh, when you get to Epcot. Yeah, so I uh, yeah I was there today for the grand opening. I actually just got back about an hour ago, and uh, yeah, I got there around three p.m. because I was working today. But um, the first thing I noticed was construction walls everywhere. Probably even more construction walls from before uh, the closure. So wow. uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. But there are some positives. As soon as you walk into the gate. The uh, landscaping is all done now. It's complete. So there's lots of trees and flowers up. It's very beautiful as soon as you walk into the park. Um, there are still construction walls for that fountain they're putting in right before Spaceship Earth. So that's up. And then uh, one of the positive things for me that I found was uh, Disney's Pin Trader store was open. So like the largest pin store at Epcot uh, was open, which when I was at Magic Kingdom, their big pin store was still closed. So I'm not sure why. Wow. Yeah, the Frontier Trading Post is still closed there. So it's nice to see Epcot stores open. And they actually made some updates to it. Um, like in front of the park, they kind of painted all of the uh, the booths when you walk in, like a rainbow color to represent all of the different like pavilions and lands at Epcot. And the uh, pin store had like a new, new signage up and a lot of new colors. So they were doing some work during the closure, which was nice. Um, <clears throat> but they're moving past Spaceship Earth, you uh, still kind of go down through the construction walls and then you get into, you know, kind of like a half, uh, you know, future world there. And it's uh, a little spotty getting towards like living or uh, the land pavilion until you get out to World Showcase. Um, yeah, future world is still kind of a mess right now. Uh, but once you get into into the World Showcase, there are uh, the food and wine festival booths are up. And the uh, little festival uh, marketplaces around World Showcase are still uh, offering the flower and garden merchandise. So it's kind of like a hybrid festival right now. 
you can still get the flower and garden merchandise and then also have the food and wine uh, kiosk with the you know beverages and, and food. So it's a nice mixture right now. Disney's trying to make some money back right now with the trying to sell as much merch as possible. The stuff yeah. that didn't get sold, yep. right? The, right. Is the food and wine merchandise out as well or are they still holding that back? Yeah, still holding that. I, I heard that was going to be coming out in the fall sometime. And there are some like kiosks around that say coming this fall. Um, so it's not, you know, not all of the food and wine uh, booths are up for food. And uh, yeah, no food and wine and merchandise yet. It's still, they're still trying to push through all of that flower and garden merch. All the topiaries still up from flower and garden? Not all of them, but there are a few sprinkled throughout. Like, you know, the big flower bed by the by the lake there across from Odyssey, that's all gone. Ah. Um, but there are some topiaries up. Like I saw Remy over in, in France. He was up and uh, a few sprinkled throughout. So it's still, you know, still nice to see those. I was going to ask, uh, with the mask, and I've heard some people wondering about what food and wine is going to look like walking around, being able to eat and drink around the world. What are your thoughts right now? Wearing the mask, it is required at, at Disney. And before we get into like eating and drinking, I found the Disney masks. I love them. Um, they are a little tight. They do run small. Uh, but in the Florida heat, they are a little hot. Um, in the evening or morning, they're fine. But I find those uh, blue um, disposable medical ones to, to be the best in the Florida heat. Uh, they're the most breathable. Uh, but yeah, walking around today, whenever you you go to the, the booth and you, you purchase your, your snack and your beverage, just take it to a high top table. They're all spaced out even more than six feet apart. And you know, you can take your mask off, enjoy your, your food at the high top table and, uh, and carry on. If you want to get a beer or something and walk around world showcase, cause I know that's a popular thing to do, you know, especially with margaritas and in, in Mexico, um, they just ask that you, you take a sip and then you'll know, put your mask right back on. And, and they do enforce that because I was walking in a store and, uh, I was I had a drink and I was sipping it and I had my mask like down just for a few seconds and a cast member did, did tell me to to bring it back up so they do enforce it. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know because yeah, just take it off, take your drink, put it back on. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Sit still to eat your food. Um, am I still allowed to eat on a trash can though? Yeah, that's still allowed. <laughs> okay, all right. As long as the trash cans are six feet apart. I'm good. Yeah. But then people are breaking that, you know, to get to the trash can. Oh, yeah, that's a really unadvised action then. then yeah, I, they'd come into my bubble without my mask. So right. don't eat on the trash cans. That's bad. There you that go. Would, the dog yeah, trash can pictures will wise. have to take a, uh, a wait for a little bit. Uh, like another six months before we get good trash can pictures again, guys. There just aren't many people around, though. Um, whatever their capacity is, I feel like Disney is going less than what their capacity is during this time because it is just the quietest I've ever seen it. You know, just like looking down the midways and not hardly seeing anyone. And all you really hear is the music. It's definitely a different vibe. And, um, you know, they're taking the, the capacity pretty seriously. Well, let's talk about some of the attractions. Cause I'm curious, you were on Soren. I don't know what else you were on. How is social distancing for uh, some of those? Yeah, so all of the queues have the uh, markers on the ground on, on you know where, where to stand, and they're all spaced out, uh, which Disney spent a ton of time doing that. It's pretty crazy. And there's plexiglass everywhere. So any queues that have the switchbacks back and forth, there's plexiglass up um, in between them. I rode Spaceship Earth. That was probably my first attraction back today. And um, whenever you load, 
they uh, space out the the cars as well. So like the party in front of me, there was a couple you know seats until you know got to to my car on Spaceship Earth. So they're spacing out the attraction. The queues are spaced out. Um, Sword was was pretty different um, because they actually have plexiglass up um, in between the the rows on the on the attraction. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. So like they have a a little baby seat in some of the seats that is a a giant piece of plexiglass and they have that broken out in between parties. Um, so mm-hmm. I was on the row with just with one other uh, girl down at the other end and there was no one behind me. There's no wait. So it's, you know, there's, there's hardly any, anyone there. It's, it's crazy. Probably one of the most interesting ones actually was at animal kingdom. When I was there a few days ago, I did Kilimanjaro safaris and the trucks actually have plexiglass, um, or like there's some clear plastic in between each row in the trucks. I thought that was interesting. Were you still able to get quite a bit of breeze on the truck while it was driving around? Um, yeah, yeah, so so. It was a really hot day though, so I think that was the hottest day at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> it's always yeah, the it's always hot day at Animal, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah, it, and yeah. right now, like I, a lot of the um, like the bars and and uh, little like food booths aren't open. So I don't know if it has to do with the, the Florida law with the um, the bars not being open, but Animal Kingdom, a lot of them weren't open. Uh, but tonight at Epcot, I was surprised to see um, in Mexico, the bar inside uh, the tequila bar La was Cava. open. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah La, La Cava was open. And so was Little Margarita Stand outside. So um, uh, it's interesting how they how they got around that. Wow, La Cava's, you, I mean, six feet apart, you can fit like two and a half people in there. Yeah, that the line for La Cava actually was almost to the door. Like that was one of the, one of the longest lines tonight. It's the biggest attraction. Maybe it's, it wasn't all to go. I, I think so. You weren't allowed to stay in there. Oh, I don't believe. That makes sense. Yeah, and even it, even um, the uh, Grand Fiesta tour was a long line as well. Like it seemed long just because everyone is so spaced out. Yeah, I'm thinking like Mission uh, Mission Space. Like, how do you social distance on that attraction? You have to have your own little Just pod. Just right? yeah, you, you yeah. have your own pod. Um, my, my friend wrote it earlier this morning, and she had to hurt the car to herself, the little pod to herself. Hey, that's a long Nobody reach was... to get those buttons. How are you going <laughs> to land? I know. How is it all going to work? You're going to crash for sure. Yeah. Oh, no. All those buttons. And, and oh. then we, we, we try to go on uh, living with the land, but uh, they were like, – I, I guess every two hours they clean everything, like all of the cars – um, so they were cleaning all of the boats. Like they have these big butt- buckets with like spray hoses, and they they literally spray down all of the boats. So I, I saw them do it on uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and they were doing the same thing tonight at, at Living with the Land. I heard it was every every two hours they do like a deep clean on the attractions. Did you get your own uh, boat on Pirates of the Caribbean? Um, no, they load them uh, front row and back row. So I had the back row. There, there was a party in the front row. So you just had the people in the front row of the boat behind you breathing on you. Maybe. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Although they should be at such low capacity. Did it back up at all at the end? Like normal? You didn't have like the backlog? Um, it, it did back up, but no. they do every other boat. Oh. Okay. So that like there was no one in front of me or behind me. That's very Wow, distant. that's... What's yeah. crazy is just thinking about the numbers uh, that they, I mean, that's 
20 maybe percent capacity that that ride's gonna so you can't open a park to 100 percent capacity if you're only gonna have the attractions run that low yeah it's crazy it's such a crazy time right now just being there like i was saying to my friends we'll never experience anything like this in our lives um just of how quiet and low crowds it is it's a weird time it, it's it's great to be back though like I, I i missed it so much these past few months and even though it's weird and you have these restrictions with masks and everything it's it's still it's nice to be back so it's still magical yeah it is i mean it's great you know to end the night with fireworks or a parade but you know right now we, we don't have that so um it's still you know it's still just nice being there it's great hearing them hearing the music and everything else did you happen to see any character interactions while you were there? Yeah, I did. Um, so mainly at Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom had a lot of characters out up on Cinderella Castles where the uh, the, the stepsisters were up there yelling down to the crowd. Um, and they, they do parades there, like like little miniature parades. Almost, I feel like every hour I was seeing characters go down. I saw three caballeros, uh, Merida on, on her horse go down. Um, the, they had a, a float with all the princesses on it. So Magic Kingdom had lots of character interactions. You know, you can get lots of pictures and video. Um, Epcot, not so much tonight. I really didn't see. I don't think I saw any characters there, actually. Oh, so, so. it's back to how it was when it opened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and Animal Kingdom is pretty cool because they have these boats that go around in, in the lagoons. And um, there's, like, bands on them and characters on them. So that's something different that we didn't have before. So that was pretty cool. Is that easy to see the lagoon because of the tree growth and everything? Did they trim some stuff back? For that um, yeah. You either have to go on the little bridges or I, I watched behind like the pathway behind the tree of life. Um, there was a couple little, you know, pockets that you could, you could see down. Um, so I, I just watched from there. There's no one around. So, I commend Disney for trying to get the characters out there the best that they can. So I've seen some of the things on Facebook and Twitter with Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. So they're trying, even though you can't meet them. Right. Yeah, they're doing the the best they can. So. Yeah, I saw a video of Joy running around at Epcot. Oh, I saw that too. So so they're they're out there, but Epcot's a big place. Right. Were the friendship boats running in Epcot today? Did you notice? Yeah. They were. I, I was shocked by that. I actually said to my friend, I was like, look, the boats are running. Um, I, I saw it over there like in, uh, in Morocco. Um, so, yeah, they, they were running those, which I was shocked at because of the low capacity. But they're running. Yeah. It seems like an expensive thing to run for two people to have right. a boat ride. And I saw the Skyliner running as well. I wasn't sure if they were just testing that or if it was. If they were... It was going. They were, they were running people today. Oh, they were? Okay. Yeah, yep, they cool. were. So that is day one for both parks, and they were running it. Nice. That should be pretty easy to social distance, just one family one group in each party and each thing. Right. Make sure the windows stay open. Yeah. Nobody's closing the windows. Although this time of year, I don't think anyone's closing those windows. No. 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 In December, we had the problem of people closing or opening when it was like, ah, it's a little cold now, it's a little hot now type of thing. But this time of year... Yeah, you're keeping them yeah. open. Got to stay open. So what other tips do you have right now uh, about people who might be coming down to the parks or maybe wanting to plan still a trip uh, in 2020? Doug and I are planning a, a trip right now to go. It's uh, So what, what do you say to people? 
it's a good question. Um, some of my friends back in Pittsburgh were actually asking me the same thing. Um, what I tell everyone, if you know, if this is if you don't come to Disney often, if this is your you know one time trip or you don't visit often, I probably uh, would recommend against coming right now, just because not all the off- offerings are there. Uh, but if you're an annual pass holder or you frequent a lot, I think this is the best time to come. Mm, uh, nice. Just because you can get on all of the attractions. Pretty much all the attractions are open. Things are a walk-on. You have tons of space in the park. You can uh, do everything in one day. You don't, I mean, there's no park copying right now, which is, is um, you know kind of annoying. But um, you really you don't need to. Like you can get everything done in in your park. Uh, you can make reservations really uh, really quickly for for dining. Um, I think it's a great time. Like like I said, my friend from Pittsburgh was he keeps asking me because he wants to come down in August, and I, I was telling him the same thing. Um, he's been here a few times before, so I, th- I think he's going to come uh, just because, like, we're never going to have this again. You know, once once the virus is over, things are going to bounce back fairly quickly, you know. It's going to be back to busy, busy parks, you know, high capacity. So this is a rare moment in life. You know, I would take advantage of it if, uh, you know. Another thing is, too, the parks are, are so safe. I, I, I'm telling people as well, like, I feel safer going to Disney right now than I do like just going for groceries, Publix or something. Uh, just because Disney, they go above and beyond with everything. The, the cleaning, the social distancing, everything. It's just, I don't know. I think it's a great right. time. To- Why do the minimum on this when you can do a little bit more and make it a little bit safer? Mm-hmm. I think they're definitely doing that. So that's, yeah. that's awesome to hear. Yeah. Yep. Making me antsy to want to come. That's for sure. Yeah. got to figure out what to do with my children. Yeah, I, I think Doug, you. I mean, if anything, we, we just leave uh, either Michelle and I go or you and I go. But I'm I'm planning on going in that trip sometime in September mm-hmm. for sure. No, uh, I, I want some low crowds. That sounds incredible. Plus, I actually agree with you with with the annual pass holder. If you go a lot, I think this would be such a unique time to go. I I really want to check out. Uh, even to the plexiglass and getting pictures of the how the character are. Because you're right, it's not going to be like this ne- this time next year, I hope. Right. And so, uh, knock on wood. So I have no wood in here. It's all metal and computers. Well, I'll get some for you. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but like it's just I'm in. I really want to go. So I know uh, I know Doug and I are hoping to go in September. And so I think it is. If so, if you're an annual pass holder, definitely go and probably uh you know be courteous with cast members. How are you seeing with the interaction mm-hmm. with those guys? Yeah, that was one thing too. When I when I when I came back to the parks, the cast members they all seem like extremely happy to be back. Like everyone is like waving to you and saying welcome back and hi and um, just everyone's been super nice. And uh, I think they they're just happy to be back. So yeah, and also all the cast members they uh, I think most of them the attraction ones are required to wear the face shields along with the face mask, so extra protection there. Um, which is good. Um, did we talk? Have you guys talked about the relaxation zones around the park at all? Um, just a little bit. Tell us about Epcot's version. I heard Akershiz was one. Yeah, yeah, that was one. I actually didn't go tonight, but I, I passed it. Um, I feel like I, I didn't really need it tonight. I did when I was at Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom, just because tonight um, at Epcot I was, you know, I was there in the evening and it, it was raining, so it was a little cooler. Um, but they are nice to, to go and relax for a bit. All the tables are spaced out. They have a cast member checking you in. As soon as someone walks up from the table, the cast member hurry up and goes there and sprays it down with disinfectant. So 
Um, it's a nice little area. There, you, I would recommend going to the outside ones. I, I heard some are inside. Um, but yeah, I would recommend going staying outside. Um, yeah, and, that, and that's the area where you can take sense. the mask off and yeah, right. Yep, just kind of relax, take your mask off, and get a little breather. So, yeah. and also tonight at Epcot, I went over to um, the big convention center. I think it's uh, World Showplace Convention Center, which mm-hmm. is in between uh, UK and Canada. Um, and that they have four festival booths in there. Oh wow! Mac, yeah, mac and cheese one is there. There's a uh, a desserts one. I think champagne and another one. And they have a ton of high top tables in there. Lots of people were, were you know was, you know distanced out, physical distancing in there and enjoying their their food. And it's a nice cool area. It's inside. So that's great to hear. That was when we heard Ackers's was one. I think the first thing my son said was, why don't they use that one convention space where we have the dinner for the Run Disney events? And, we, you know, we said the name of it. And he's like, because that's got huge air volume, great air conditioning. Oh, that's a great place. You go there, get several different meal snacks, yep. throw your mask on when you go order, come back to your table. That's that's probably even better than a relaxation station. Yeah. You get to eat while you're there. Exactly. I went there tonight and I got some mac and cheese and. Had my table up in the distance. It was a nice little uh, place to chill. Someone's listening well, to this right now and thinking, I won't need to wear a mask at Epcot because I'm going to be eating and drinking 24-7. Just, just got to wear the mask from line to line there to you order go. food. You gotta exactly. Only take yep. it off while food's going in. Right. There you go. <laughs> you got to make up for all, lo- all the lost time of missing uh, festivals. So there you go. Eat as much as possible while you can. Exactly. That's right. I mean, when I get back, I'm going to be eating like the pretzels and everything. Doug, you're going to have a Dole Whip. I mean, I thought they just put it in your Can vein. I do an IV? Yeah. yeah. This IV Dole Whip just kind of making up for the four months you haven't had one. Oh, it's been rough. Uh, it's so been good. Rough. Speaking of the months that we haven't had things, how has the the Disney Pin world been during the shutdown? Um, <laughs> where to start? It's been interesting. Um. So are we going to focus just on the uh, Disney Parks pins? Because you know, there's a whole other realm. Yeah, we'll just stick to the parks since yeah. that's what was closed. Yep. So during the, the, the shutdown, as you guys know, all of the limited edition pins, they are exclusive to Disneyland and Walt Disney World. You can't get them anywhere else. So about half of March was released in the parks. And then after that, everybody was like, what's, ha- what's going to happen with the uh, limited edition pins? Are they going to be... In the parks, when the parks reopen, you know, what's going to happen here? And uh, about, a, I'd say, a month a month or so went by, and we didn't have any information. I was, I was working with Disney, um, you know, best I could, I could do to get information for people. But it was nice. During the, the uh, closure, Disney decided to release the limited edition pins online at shopdisney.com. So it's been, it's been good and bad. Um, it caused a lot of hype. And people were buying bots and getting the pins as soon as they dropped and reselling kind of got out of control. Um, It's calmed down a bit. I'd say for the most part, people were excited because, you know, people that don't live near Disneyland or Walt Disney World anywhere in the United States could get uh, Disney Park exclusive pins now. So it was nice. Yeah. Uh, um, Yeah. So that happened pretty much starting in 
sometime in April, I believe. There was May, June releases, and now here in July, we still haven't had anything. We're into our you know, what, third week here of July. We still haven't had anything. So it's still spotty with the uh, limited edition pins being released online. Typically, it's every Thursday. Um, but yeah, it's it just it, it's been a, a little difficult because they had to kind of move the inventory from California and Florida to the Shop Disney warehouse, which isn't located in, in those states. Um, so yeah, there's been a delay there. There's been problems with Shop Disney. They're shipping. Um, you know, a lot of pins have been missing or damaged when they arrive. So there's there's been a whole thing with it. But um, then Disney finally announced that. Whenever the parks reopen, which, as we see right now, limited edition pins are not being sold in the parks. They said anything limited, you know, it kind of causes, uh, you know, bigger crowds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So they're still keeping everything online right now. The only limited edition pins you can get right now at um, Epcot, Contemporary Resort, and Animal Kingdom, because Magic Kingdom's pin store is still closed, are previously released limited edition pins. So it's kind of like stuck in time right now. If you go to the stores, they're all um, pins that released like late February, early March. So um, yeah, yeah and like and like I said earlier today at Epcot, they had uh, a lot of the Flower and Garden Festival pins still available there. What about all is... the Splash Mountain pins? Yeah, th- those, those are going as soon as they drop. Um, the pin store, or no, the Splash Mountain store at Magic Kingdom is a virtual queue right now. So you can't just walk in there just because of how many people are trying to go into that store. So you have to sign up for a virtual queue. And then whenever they, they text you to go back, you can go in. And I went in um, over the weekend. I was able to get like a Briar Rabbit plush. I got like one. Um, I really just wanted to get like a pin. But the whole pin rack was completely empty. And then I actually saw one of the blog sites this morning post that they restocked the pin rack. Um, I think they have like two open edition pins, the I conquered Splash Mountain and then like a, just like a regular open edition Splash Mountain pin. But everyone's buying those up right now. There's I don't think it's really a limit on purchasing them. So a lot of eBay resellers are coming in and just buy, buying everything up. I've seen pictures, man, people having like 20 bags and oh, it's, it's, crazy. it's crazy. And It's nuts. And, and, and it's not going anywhere for a while either. Yeah, right. you got a year a plus that it's going to be around. So, and Disney's like, sweet, we'll sell them as much stuff as possible to make up for some lost revenue. Exactly. And it's not like they're going to stop producing these right now. I think the factories yeah. are still, still going to be making this stuff. So the merch is going to be around for a while. All right. So what about some people who uh, want to get into pin trading? Yeah, well, now is a great time to start especially if you can't get to the parks because everything is online. <laughs> um, especially if you want those, uh, you know, Disney park exclusive pins, um, shopdisney.com is the best place to get started because those are like legit 100% real Disney pin trading pins. Um, but yeah, things have expanded so much since then with box lunch and hot topic, a lounge fly right now is a huge player in the pin space. They have been pumping out the, uh, pin releases like crazy. And a question I get a lot is uh, people always ask me if they're official Disney pin trading pins. And I always say, yes, they are. Um, anything, um, according to the like Disney pin trading etiquette, anything that has the uh, Disney copyright on the back of the pin is an official Disney pin. It can be traded at the parks if you, you know, really want to. Um, sometimes cast members are un- uneducated and will deny it. But anything that has that pin trading logo on the back or the you know Disney copyright in the back is okay. But um, yeah, for getting started right now, I'd say online, best way to start your collection, avoid 
eBay uh, pin loss. Those are usually all fake. And uh, there are a ton of Facebook pin groups out there. Um, I have one, but there's there's a ton of them, and you can you know buy pins from people on on Facebook selling them. There's just there's so many ways online now to get started with a with a pin collection. And your blog is a fabulous resource to go and figure figure it out the lay of the land, and learn what you're doing to get into the pins. What's pin trading like in the parks right now? Yeah, so um, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked that because it changed a lot. Um, during the uh, the you know the COVID nineteen time here with the reopening, all of the uh, cast members had to get rid of their uh, pin trading lanyards. So they're eliminating that aspect of pin trading, going up to a cast member and trading a pin for a pin, just because that's you know not not good. Feet, yeah. 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 Um, so what they did to replace that, which was a great idea is sprinkled around pretty much every resort has this usually in their gift shop they'll have a little um pin board and then i saw a lot in animal kingdom actually i didn't see one tonight at epcot but i'm sure there's one there somewhere and i haven't seen one yet at disney springs or magic kingdom but i'm assuming they're going to be getting them there as well basically it's a uh cork board with a bunch of pins on it and you tell a cast member, there's a you know, there's a cast member there, you tell them which pin you want off the board, they'll grab it for you, and then you take your tradable pin and you put it in a little bucket that is a little container that is on the counter next to the board, and then there's hand sanitizer there and um whatever, you know, all of the pins that are traded in this little container, the cast members will take those, they'll clean them. Um, and then they'll put them back up on the board at, at a later date. Um, so that's how it's done right now. It's all on a, a board. You you know give your pin, put it in the bucket, and the cast member gives you the pin from the board. Yeah. So. Sounds good to me. Yep. Yeah. It sounds it's it's better than them just saying nope, no pin trading because they they could have. Yeah, I was kind of exactly. worried to do that. You won't lose me no, in the park nice. as often now, Doug. When I see no, a random there. pin so, and I have to trade for it. Oh my gosh. It. Yeah. I need a leash for Derek because he'll just like <laughs> disappear because he sees like he thinks he sees a certain pen. He never actually sees the pen he's looking for, but uh, he, he thinks. He no, sees I got it. I got Huey on our trip, so I'm trying to collect yeah, all the Ducktales okay. characters. I found a Huey. I was just walking by, caught my eye out of nowhere, and had to trade for it. Yeah, there I'm you go. Thirty feet down the road, and I realized I lost Derek. <laughs> Won't be the first, won't be the last time. So uh, I, no, no, it won't, no, it won't. Oh, You'll be easier to find in the COVID area, area with true. less people. Though. That that is true. Yeah. So, that is. All right. All well, right. you were on episode 123, which you did the lightning round. So if you want to hear Ryan's answers, you're gonna to have to go back to that one and check it out. I'm sure they were amazing. I'm sure you dominated the lightning round. Uh, I hope so. When you're That's on. Good. When you're on for a second time, you are an armchair Imagineer. So the question that Doug came up with for you, Ryan, is that you get the task of replacing the Tomorrowland Speedway. What would you put in its place? That's a good question as well. I thought about it, you know, a little bit. And um, I was kind of thinking of, you know, Tomorrowland and its revamp it's going through right now with Tron coming in and mm-hmm. they're just kind of changing the whole aspect of it. And, I know um, the uh, the car attraction at Disney. I think it's sponsored by Honda, right? I'm pretty sure. And yeah, yeah. I thought it would be cool if 
they revamped the whole Tomorrowland Speedway and like Tesla came through and sponsored that area. And it was all electric and just like really futuristic and fit more in with the Tomorrowland theme, like a Tesla overlay. And uh, that would, I think that would go, go nice with like Tron there in the background and just have that whole Tomorrowland feel to it. Cause right now you just go by, you smell gas and it's real loud. The only oh, time yes. a mask really comes in handy for those cast members that don't have to smell gas. Well, all the they time. should, they should continue to wear the mask until Tesla comes through. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that hey guys, be COVID's been over guys. for five years. No, we're still, we don't feel safe. Nope. We're going to keep wearing a mask. <laughs> Yeah. My lungs have been happier since I've worn this. So right. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. I uh, I was yelling at a Tesla earlier today as they were driving really slow around yeah. corners in a mountain. Uh, it's like, ugh, come on, pick it up, pick yeah. it up. They got the power. Let's go. They, I know, right? <laughs> like, let's get this moving. It's a little sporty car. I'm in an SUV, and I can take these curves faster. Let's move right. it. Also... So we did a replace, a keep, replace, blah, blah, blah show a few weeks ago. My son listened to like every episode of Rope Drop Radio just about on the way to Colorado and Utah. And he uh, made fun of just about everything I said on the replace. So he'll probably listen to this on the drive home. So hopefully he likes your idea of Tesla replacing it. He's like, he's a critic, huge critic. I get I'm scared. That's good. Really good feedback from the back of the vehicle that I don't want as I'm driving down the interstate. <laughs> I like it. So, good luck, Ryan. Oh, thank you. Well, Ryan, thank you for being on the show again. Take a minute right now and tell our listeners where they can find you. Yeah, th- uh, thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, it's just DisneyPinsBlog.com and the handle is at DisneyPinsBlog everywhere on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. I think it's everything. Yeah. And you have a podcast as well. Yeah, DPB podcast. Whenever I, I have time to record one, I try to make it weekly, but that hasn't been the case recently. So it's hard to record a podcast during the shutdown. Doug and I, we it, noticed that. Yeah. It's, it's challenging. I'm glad yeah. that we're having people who have been to the parks again. We're living vicariously through you. Like I was, uh, I was so excited to just hear you walking into the park. Uh, I felt like I was there. So it was great. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you again. I'm going to put all that information in the show notes, of course, and take a minute, listeners, and check out the blog and follow them on social media. A lot of great things. And then I know throughout the week, we'll be asking some pin questions. Uh, and any of our listeners who are might at the park right now, try to get a Splash Mountain pin if you can, I guess. Who knows? It could be worth a lot of money in like 10 years because that attraction's not going anywhere for the immediate time. But, uh, Doug, we got a couple sponsors we got to thank. Yeah, so I don't know if Joe has any posts on backtothemouse.com about pin trading on the cruise ships. But if he doesn't, he needs to. So, Joe, I hope, hopefully you have one because we're sending everybody to find it on backtothemouse.com. And if you need pictures, Joe, my daughter's obsessed with pin trading on the cruise. I have at least 173 pictures, so I will be more than happy to give those to you for your blog. And if you want to book a trip right now in 2020 because the parks are empty and you're, you know, you want to check that out and you need that Splash Mountain gear, you need to contact Michelle McKnight, the Rope Drop Queen. She is on vacation for a couple days, but she will get back to you with a quote and you will be able to find her email in the show notes. But that is it for this week's episode. Ryan, once again, I want to thank you for being on the show. 
Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Sounds good. And Doug, we need to get to the after show and talk a little bit more, not Disney, about your Grand Canyon and everything, where you're at right now, basically. Middle of nowhere. That's it. That's the best place to be when you're social isolation. So, guys, make sure you wear your masks uh, and have a good time. Thank you so much again, Ryan. But we are going to get to the Patreon show. So you've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.